0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all or situations.
1: Okay, here we go. Now put it in reverse. Got it. Now forward. Okay. Reverse. Now turn the wheel. All right.
0: Turn the wheel. No, reverse. Left reverse. Right. Slow the out. Go kill it. Kill it. Kill the owner. There's a reason they say curse like a sailor. What? reverse. Many reasons. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Quote today at progressive.com, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Well we're (laughs) dock now
1: Welcome to the NBA front office show. I'm your host, Keith Smith, and we are doing a special one-off episode we promised you we would do these if we needed to if there was big breaking nba news and joining me today is Con al how are you
2: i'm doing great wild day in the nba today <laughs> so i'm excited to talk about it
1: it was man for a little while there it felt like every uh, half hour we we're getting some big update whether it be <laughs> Anthony Davis, where nothing has happened yet. And then all of a sudden, Chris Stapps-Porzingis was announced he's not happy with the Knicks. Then it was announced he wants traded from the Knicks. And then it was announced he got traded from the Knicks. So, And uh, we can uh, announce now that that trade is official. It is done, has been approved by the NBA. And here's what we are looking at for Chris Stapps-Porzingis and the New York Knicks um, trade. What it ended up being was it was Porzingis. Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke were sent to the Dallas Mavericks. And the Knicks in return got DeAndre Jordan – Wesley Matthews, and Dennis Smith Jr., and two protected first-round picks. Now, what we know about these picks, we do not know the protections on them yet, but they will be a 2021 and 2023 pick, which that says to me it is highly likely that the Mavericks have chosen to either really change up the projections on the picks they owe to Atlanta, or they have uh, allowed that to go completely unprotected to Atlanta because due to the step in rule, you cannot do a um you cannot do Back to back years in future Draft picks being sent out so So they, they had to do something there To make it so that they can convey These first to the Knicks so they could Structure it that the Knicks picks really Convey two years after the Atlanta We're still waiting on all those that'll Come out sometime in the next day or so But but essentially it's going to be a couple picks Headed the Knicks way and then the Mavericks In addition because they took in four Players and sent out only three They had to create a roster spot and they waived Ray Spaulding who is a rookie forward uh kind of interesting spalding is on a one of those hinky special contracts or or was i should say i guess he still is because it'll be on waivers for a couple days where he had a guaranteed first year partially guaranteed second year and then fully non-guaranteed um in fourth years so the Mavs are actually going to eat a cap hit next year of $708,426 if you really want to get specific and have the exact right numbers that's what it'll be and uh, the reason for that reason why the Mavs don't care is the Mavs aren't going to be a cap space team now going into next year and we're, we're going to get all into that so Connor, I'm going to give you your choice do you want to start with the Mavs side of this or do you want to start with the Knicks side
2: uh, let's close out with the Knicks because oh, I okay. think that's going to be more fun. Um,
1: right. And then we yeah we'll close with the factory yeah. of sadness, okay.
2: <laughs> the Mavs. Oh. <laughs> the The Mavs, I guess, just from the onset, it makes a lot of sense, right? You get uh, Porzingis, who you can pair with Doncic, and um, you also get role players that can play right now in Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. Obviously that's more that was more of a salary clearing move for New York, but yeah. if you look at it from the Mavs side, um they probably thought that they weren't gonna be the landing spot for any free agent that's as good or better than Porzingis, uh, yeah. which is probably a smart move on their part. And also their their young star, their superstar is really young. He's 19, 20 years old. And it probably makes more sense to get someone more on that timeline uh, who which Porzingis matches uh, that ti- that timeline, and they were already disgruntled. Like DS, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was already disgruntled, so they didn't really want to keep him. And um, I just think that this is a home run for the Mavs, except that the second for like I thought it would just be the first round pick, just the one first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two first rounders kind of changes it up. Um, it's 2021 and 2023, so. The fact that they did stagger like that. I mean, I don't know if any of it's going to be unprotected, if they're going to pull a Miami and unprotect a pick that far out. But with Doncic and Porzingis hopefully healthy for the long term, they those picks probably aren't going to be super valuable since that's a pretty solid young core. I thought it was I thought it was a solid move for the Mavericks overall.
1: Yeah, I you know, I I'm there as well with you. So let's let's kind of the big get here is Porzingis, right? We don't want to bury the lead. This is why they did the trade. Porzingis, he's only 24 years or he's not even 24 yet. He'll turn 24 right at the end of this season. Um in some conversations I've had with some people with the Mavericks, they do not expect him to play this year. Highly unlikely he'll take the floor. So, um their whole goal is then um He becomes a free agent this summer. Now, what's interesting about Porzingis is there was reporting that he intends to sign the qualifying offer because it will be a restricted free agent this summer. And then that will allow him to play out the year and then become an unrestricted free agent, which initially would scream. Sounds like this guy doesn't really want to be in Dallas. But here's the challenge with with this is he because he's not going to meet starter criteria he's going to drop down his qualifying offer as it stands right now at this moment is 7.5 million that's going to drop down to about 4.5 million I find it extremely hard to believe, as do my my folks in the Mavericks organization, that he's going to say coming off a torn ACL, I'll play one year at four point five million. It's just not going to be, um, you know, it's it's just not going to make a lot of a lot of sense um, with that. So now what we're what. Because what that means is he's going to give up a first-year salary that's projected at $27.25 million, And then that's a full-year, five-year max deal if that's what Dallas wanted to give him, which sounds like they're willing to talk about, of five years, $149 million, almost $150 million. So $4.5 million against a lot more million dollars, I find that really hard to believe that he's going to pass that up. Does he not want to sign in Dallas? That's what it would scream to me. Is that that's his problem? You know, I don't want to be a maverick, and I don't want to be here. The Mavericks have no indication that that's the case. And then it came out later. Reporting was that hasn't been decided. He is probably gonna, you know, consider his options and those kind of things. But let's go back to it. Right, you're yeah. twenty 23 years old. Twenty seven million dollars in that first year versus four and a half million dollars. You're not giving up twenty-three million dollars. now it's just even if it was a one year max deal, he's not gonna say no to that. So so I, I think Dallas is very content to max him out and say, here's what we're doing. We are going um we're we're going big um, on Porzingis, and that's why we got this guy. Um, all indications are he's recovering great from the torn ACL and looks good. So 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 let's take that off the table. So let's assume he's gonna be in Dallas Dallas long-term Luke and Porzingis. That's a fantastic, what a great fit. You couldn't ask for a better fit. Um, you know Porzingis just you know fantastic shooter, good off the ball, good you know uh, catch and roll man for Luca. You really clear the way now with Smith out of the picture. That Luca is now your primary ball handler. I think they'll look for a point guard, uh, a Patrick Beverly type of guy who's a little more defensive minded and can you know stick open jumpers to put because because Luca can't defend point guards. Um, you know he he's not not as bad a defender as people make him out to be, but he's not going to chase. You know he's not going to defend. And Kyrie Irving or uh, Kemba Walker, he's not going to chase those guys around the court um, with that. So, so I really, really like that fit. Um, Hardaway and Lee. A couple of role players. No indications that either will seek any form of buyout. Sounds like they're in Dallas. Dallas did take on money for next year: eighteen million for Lee, uh, about twelve point seven for or twelve point seven for Lee, eighteen million for Hardaway. Um, but I think the Mavs like both. Actually, I know they like both of those guys and think both of them can be you know good solid players. Hardaway will will likely start um, as soon as he's up to speed, and Lee probably right behind him as you know their top wing off the bench uh next to Dorian Finney Smith. He's he lead kind of the smaller wing there, and then Finney Smith the the bigger wing. And then Trey Burks, not a, not just a throw-in. They they could use a little point guard help with JJ Brea out uh and Smith now being traded that leaves Jalen Brunson, who the Mavs are very high on, as a rookie. They gave him a full three-year guaranteed contract with a fourth year that's non-guaranteed very uncommon for a second round pick but they're very very high on him and then Devin harris is the veteran who's just you know devin harris is going to be a maverick i think uh every year until he's not um at this point so it's uh you know burke comes in and it wouldn't be a surprise at all to me if under rick carlisle all of a sudden trey burke's playing pretty good basketball and looks really solid so you know i like this all around for the Mavs, giving up the two first round picks a little tough uh reporting has up while we're while we are um you know reporting here. So this is what, what this means is the 2021 pick will be unprotected and will go to the the next, which means that the Mavericks have made the 2019 pick that was previously top five protected to the uh to the um Atlanta Hawks from the Doncic trade last year. That's now unprotected. So to break it all down dallas is going to send their 2019 pick to atlanta no matter where it lands 2021 pick unprotected goes to new york and then the 2023 pick is protected one through ten we don't know if that carries out future years down the line or what it is but that's that's what what all this breaks down and means is that's you're gonna see you know the mavs give up two of their next three first round picks i still like it for them con what about you
2: I mean that makes it a little more interesting just because I think Dallas might have had a chance to kind of be in that tier of 5 to 10 range in the lottery um and with the lottery odds kind of favoring those teams within that 5 to 10 range this year more than previous years um it's only a problem if they end up winning the lottery really uh cuz that would mean that they don't get Zion but other than that I think it's fine uh because they are banking on these two being... Once you establish a core of stars, then after that, the it's it's more up to the ancillary moves and the fringe moves and the rotation guys with salary cap and such. They did take on Hardaway and Courtney Lee's um, salary next year, which around the league is probably not very positive value. So the fact that they did that and gave up, had to make two unprotected picks go out as well, um, is interesting. But overall, I think carlisle makes players play higher than they normally do in other places we've seen that year over year and if tim Hardaway jr of the knicks who was not that bad is going to take a step up in the dallas system and courtney lee who has who's like ideally could be a decent player still um i feel like he has the potential to bring you what wesley matthews was bringing you yep. under carlisle so i think they they can maybe uh play better than they were. Uh, DeAndre was kind of having a bad season as well. Their big rotation is a problem right now, but we'll see how they kind of fix that.
1: Yeah. And that was why, you know, I had reported earlier in the day, based off some information I was given that they were going to waive solid Mezuri, but yeah. now they're, they're down to just really Dwight Powell is the lone center on the roster. Dirk can, you know, could fill in there. They don't really like Maxi Kleba at the five because he's, he's, he gets pushed around a lot in there. And, you know, so, so that's why they decided to keep Measury and trade race Balding, who has had very little impact um, on the Mavericks. So it's, um, Yo, but this trade, this isn't yeah, the rest of this year is gonna be just figuring some stuff out. But let's look at it next year. I'm looking at next season, they could roll out a group of Chris Stapps at the five, Harrison Barnes at the at the four. Hardaway and Luca on the wing because they're kind of interchangeable two threes. And then Brunson or you know veteran point guard X, whoever they they acquire um to really play play the point guard spot. That's pretty good. I really like that, especially offensively. Yeah. I think that group's fantastic offensively. And you you mentioned Carlisle tends to get guys to play better, especially offensive-minded guys. He he tends to really elevate their game. So I think I think we'll see Hardaway maybe play some of his best basketball um there. He's also better in a system that's a little more um defined we saw that when he was with the atlanta hawks under mike Budenholzer. that's what got him the contract that he has now and carlisle obviously runs a very defined system and then you said lee you know coming off the bench yeah i think he's comparable to to west matthews in a lot of ways probably not quite the defender matthews is but you know still a good player in his own right so i i really like you know this move for the mavericks that giving up the two firsts is tough i'm protecting that pick uh this year if that is indeed what what happens that's what it sounds like happened that is a little tricky i think i think that's going to be be a little rough because like you said yeah if you get really lucky in the lottery and now you miss out on zion eh, but i think they're gonna look at it as hey we we missed out on zion but we still got luca and we got chris saps luca and chris saps together that's better than zion and whatever we would have got down the line plus it's you debatable. and i both
0: <laughs> that's debatable.
1: debatable but <laughs> the other thing i'll tell you is, well i would say luke and chris Dapps together are better than zion you know i mean yeah but already,
2: it's luke and zion that you're giving up anyway we don't need to yeah go down yeah that it, rabbit hole And that's all that you have,
1: <laughs> if they get really lucky right yeah, yeah now yeah. for the hawks right this is really great because this, this gives them two cracks you know at that uh at that spot um which is you know really good for them so now now let's 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 flip it um you know, looking at the other thing, too, is part of the reason why the Mavericks are a little more, I think, enticed on giving up first round picks is they b- very much believe with the way they scout the world, the globe for talent, that they can fill in their roster better than most. And when you look at some of the guys they've brought over in the years, Maxi Kleba, Dorian Finney-Smith, he's not brought over, but he was an undrafted guy, Salem Mejri, these are good players who are NBA rotation level guys that they just kind of found out there, you know, and they, they, um you know, so that's I think a reason why they're a little more content to say this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've got a handful of stashes up their mind, uh, up their sleeve rather, that they have in mind for roster spots that, that are, you know, d- down the line here. All right. You want to flip over to the next? I would love to. All right, let's go to the Knicks. So, so why did the Knicks do this? Well, one, Porzingis didn't want to be in any, there anymore and they didn't want him. And if they're gonna move him, let's let's blow this thing the heck up and let's create as much cap space as they want. I currently just finished my new updated cap projections. I have the Knicks at 71.3 million in projected cap space for 2019-20, which means on July 1st, they're gonna hit hit there with uh by my projection projections almost 20 million dollars more in cap space yes if you're tracking at home that is enough for two max contracts um and that's two two max contracts in either the um you know in the if you wanted to do it in the seven and nine range and the 10 plus uh so if they're looking at Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant and Kemba Walker or you know split split that money between three guys at close to max money that would be you know um you know uh Tobias Harris, Kemba Walker, and somebody else. They basically put it simply: the Knicks have cap space that they, you know, never could have dreamed of having. With the way things are going how I get to that Number you know the only the only uh, Guaranteed salaries on the books Kevin Knox Frank Nilakina, Mitchell Robinson And Dennis Smith so all a bunch of Guys who were very early in their career second Year guys or first year guys In that case as well as um, I have them still keeping Alonzo Trier because I think that makes sense um, That he would still be around then the dead money For Joe Kim Noah from his stretch about 6.4 million and then I have them Projected to have as it stands Today by the 530 projections the fourth overall pick in the draft and that is uh you know that that could change right that could fall somewhere one two and three uh very easily you could see that happening now after this trade because the knicks are really gonna bottom this thing out it's just it's kind of ugly what's left behind here um i don't want to spend a lot of time on deandre jordan and wesley matthews con because i don't think either one of them is very likely to finish the year in new york i I would be kind of surprised if they do are you in agreement with that
2: yeah, for sure. There's no right.
1: need. <laughs> so let's talk about Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. in the first round picks. That's the get here for the Knicks. They 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 bring those two guys in. So do you think Smith Jr. is, you know, do, do you think he is a uh, I don't I don't want to say redeemable, but do you think he can get back to being the guy we hoped he was when the Mavericks drafted him?
2: Yeah, I just, it's tough to see what Dennis Smith Jr. is, or say what Dennis Smith Jr. is going to become because this is not the Knicks' final move. Okay. Um, and this team will be drastically different from everything that's going on. And so, but if Dennis Smith Jr. can kind of get his mind right and, like, uh, understand that he's not going to be the main guy, especially if the Stars come in, maybe if Stars come in, it'll help him be put into line. Because with the Mavs, he was kind of anointed, Um, as the next guy since they drafted him. But he but Doncic came in after him and he didn't like that fact that he just kind of got jumped over by this also rookie that's clearly better than him. Um, But he didn't see it that way. So if guys like KD or Kyrie or whatever name you throw in there come in, he's going to know to kind of maybe fall in line. One thing that's really interesting about this deal, one, the double cap space. Two, if they take Cantor, uh, Kevin Knox Nilana and like Mitchell Robinson and then give up give up four firsts that salary gets to Anthony Davis salary yeah it does. Totally, uh,
1: yeah that's where I was gonna go next so
2: yeah. so yeah. if you do that that's four firsts and Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson and Nilakina, or maybe even Dennis Smith Jr if I don't know if they can do that actually they could because they'd need to bring on a player from um the Pelican so you wouldn't need to aggregate in that sense correct me if I'm wrong there
1: uh they, they would have to they they, there's, they can get there because they can break it up. The other yeah. thing they could do is they could send Matthews to the Pelicans for somebody like Solomon Hill um, in a separate deal by himself. Yeah. So they can make it work. Yeah, you can definitely get there. Yeah, it's 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 it is definitely doable, and that's kind of been been floating around out there. Is yeah, if they they want to make that move and you may know, make that push all in because I think what they could do then is maybe retain one of the first round picks that they have, or, or yeah. you know could could offer up because you're basically saying hey, we'll eat a bad contract. From you versus sending you another pick, you know, send a Solomon Hill or, you know, uh, something along those lines. But yeah, it, it could could be done. And then then you've got the guy there right now. We've got Davis. Exactly.
2: Here. Yeah, exactly. So so Anthony Davis is one route that is now available. And that that way, I mean, then you would probably only have room for one max, but you could have like a one point five type space, Um, yeah. I think. So you could get like a max guy next to Anthony Davis and then also get a few other players, or you can just get two max guys and not get Anthony Davis. I think that's the kind of direction the Knicks are looking at. And the immediate reaction was, wow, the Knicks, like they screwed up. I just don't want to get there, get there yet because they got two first rounders. They cleared up all the bad salary they had for next year. And everyone knows that they're trying to get max guys, the star superstar players. So if they get two superstar players, then it's worth it, I would say.
1: Yep. Yeah, that, that's the exact same. Now, if they uh strike out and let's say then they give a bunch of money you know that they shouldn't give to guys who are a little more questionable on the free agent market um i'm sorry i'm pulling pulling up my my free agent sheets here if they um you know let's say all of a sudden it's you know kd says no and Kyrie says no and uh you know, and uh, Kemba Walker says no, and now all of a sudden you're you're sitting there and you're the next, and you're like, all right, let's give um, let's sign Terry Rozier to a 20 million a year you know offer sheet that Boston won't match, or you know let's go um, th- throw a ton of money towards you know uh, you know a guy like uh, Trey Lyles or something like that, and and now you start doubling down or you you know you max out Tobias Harris or or something. Now all of a sudden you're kind of like, well, wait, what did you do? Like you made a big mess of everything. So that's what you got to be careful of. It's one of the but, but you know what? I, I am. Always in favor of the go big or go home Method and I think that's exactly what the Knicks did here they went big they said you know We're we're going after it we're we're going to get In this thing and we are going to put ourselves In position and if you know if that means We've got a uh, AD already If we trade for him this year now we got to Go get the other guy and then so like You said you you get AD and then you probably Still have a little bit of money uh, left To you know play with and fill out the rest of the Roster all of a sudden you're right back in it You know you're in it and especially in the eastern Conference you know Anthony Davis by himself is is probably going to put you pretty close to the playoffs. So it it definitely opens up a lot of opportunity here. The draft picks – I'd be surprised if they use all those draft picks, you know, but, but now they're capital that you can swing and, you know, use in other trades and, you know, really start moving around and, you know, see, see, you know, what things look like. And I think that's what you're trying to do. If you're the Knicks, they they were terrible and had some flexibility. Now they're terrible and they have a lot of flexibility and that's really, really important, (laughs) you know, as you go forward, right. It's, you know, that's what you want to do, right. Build, build, build up that flexibility. As you go. Um, one last thing on the Mavericks, I want to go back to them for a minute. One of the, uh, Things about acquiring Chris Stapp's Porzingis today because a lot of people said, well, couldn't they have you know, waited and just did a sign-in trade or something like that? By acquiring him today, let's say he does get fully back and he looks amazing. that opens up to them having the designated veteran extension available to them down the line for not his next contract but the one after that because what you you can only offer that to a guy you either drafted or acquired while they were still on their rookie scale deal, so that's really important that if he gets back this not this next contract but the one after, which is the one you know, that everybody is kind of that that's that big you know mega jump there you're you're looking at you know you can be in position to offer Porzingis a you know more money than you know you ever could have imagined otherwise so that's you know just, just something else to kind of keep in the back of your head why the Mavericks might might have wanted to act you know as quickly as they did you know moving on from these guys so so it's going it's definitely going to be really really interesting to see how this plays out um you know it, it we're, this is one where can't judge it today, right? We, just for reasons you laid out, Con. You got to wait and see what do the Knicks do, right? And then them once we have a little bit better idea what they do. All right, then then let's revisit and really really us as it stands today. I really really like it for the for the Mavericks, no matter what. Uh, I you know um thumbs up for them, and then for the Knicks, I'm cautiously thumbs up because I think they'll do something good with the cap space. Well, what about you?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic for the Knicks. I mean, that's okay. Th- uh, I just think that they I feel like they know something we don't, um, in terms of like mm-hmm. players that want to come there. Uh, because giving up Porzingis, even if like he didn't want to be there and like he threatened the qualifying offer and all that, I think it's tough, especially because you didn't really get I mean, I guess the two first rounders does make it better. Uh I just think that the cap space and all the room and all the players available and now they're one of few teams with two cap space, so with two max slots so I'm just gonna stay optimistic just because I don't wanna put more pessimism on the next franchise, basically, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, no, and that's totally <laughs> fair. One one other thing I'm I'll tell you right now, too, is the um it's now coming out. Tim McMahon, who's as close to the Mavericks as any reporter, says that it is um that the top five protections on the picks that are owed to the Hawks remain intact, okay. which doesn't necessarily mean it's you know unprotected that Atlanta's getting it. They can use it. There's this language that's called first available, and it sounds like that's maybe what's being used here. We're just gonna have to wait. It's it's yeah. too too much speculation on you know picks and pick protection. We we will see here in the uh, you know next day or so what what it really looks like as it laid out. But you know we, we know it's whatever it is. It's done because both teams have already announced and the league is already approved. So, so that's where, where we are, uh, you know, sit, sitting as we go here. Um, let, let's spend two minutes here on Anthony Davis before we, uh, go our separate ways. Cause I don't kind I'm getting hungry and I haven't even eaten uh, anything since <laughs> breakfast. So, um, it's been that kind of day. I've been kind of glued to tweak deck and, you know, st- stuck in the, the office all day. So, um, as we look at it with, uh, Anthony Davis, the latest reporting on Davis is that, um, It really, really sounds like he is done in, uh, in New Orleans. They, they removed him from all their social media stuff. They also took him, um, completely out of the mix on their, uh, um, uh, hype video before the game he's he's not in there anymore um with that so it sounds like davis himself had said like hey i still intend to play you know until i'm traded and it sounds like the pelicans may feel differently about that so so we'll see you know ultimately how that goes down and what happens with davis but now on the the, the back end here it is um you know as, as we are looking for into to it with davis or not the back end but what's next is the, the Lakers, uh, everything that you're putting together, the summary is he wants to be in L.A. His camp wants him in L.A. His camp does not believe Kyrie Irving is definitely resigning in Boston. But Boston believes Kyrie's staying and Boston believes that they can get Davis and convince him to stay. So – that's about your summary on Anthony Davis. Um, you know, there's anything that Con and I would say about it is would be pure speculation at this point. Um, it's just going to be a wait and see. You know, the Celtics hope is that Davis does not get traded to the um, Lakers or really to anywhere else. Uh, before uh, by by the trade deadline next Thursday, a week from today, and that he's available to to them in the, in the summertime because they cannot trade for him right now. And no, they are not going to trade Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's not going to sign an extent. None of those things that everybody's like, well, this could happen. Yeah, it, theoretically, yes, they all could happen. None of them are going to. So you just want to be you know really cautious with that. Any thoughts on Davis Con? Are you basically just I'm in wait and see mode as well.
2: Well, it's obvious. I mean, it's wait and see mode. I just don't know. For me, I think Kyrie uh, is definitely not guaranteed to stay in Boston. Um, That is, I I don't know. I'm not for sure about that at all. Anthony Davis, I just think if you're a team, you got to make the godfather offer now. Because if the Celtics are willing to include Tatum, then the packages don't really match up with anyone besides Boston. Um, If Tatum was off the table, like we thought initially, then I thought that Boston's package wasn't necessarily the best one. Now, if Tatum's in it, then I think it is. So you got to make the offers now while you can. And also, to close out, I love Porzingis and Dirk on the same team for Dirk's last stretch here.
1: Man, bring Dirk back. Bring him back another year. Bring him back and mentor him. him. Mentor Mentor Porzingis. We need it. (laughs) Let him play every, you know every uh well once a week a deal or something something like that it's a you know these guys at the very end of the bench don't play anyway. you know, might as well, well give it to Dirk you know um I'm all for it i I don't think that's gonna be what happens. I think he, I think he's gonna retire and then hang around and kind of be an unofficial coach um there, which is great for Porzingis anyway, so yeah, um, the there, there was, role. yeah, absolutely yeah the tim duncan Tim duncan deal and the, there is some um you know stuff. all I know is the Super Bowl is in a few days. And the NBA completely knocked the Super Bowl off the map. No one talked <laughs> to the NBA led Sports Center tonight. They they led, you know, a lot of other things. So it really is um, you know, that that's it. So it's uh yeah, no, no yeah, nothing like this stuff is here so it'll be you know kind of crazy to see how this all plays out and you know as, as we go forward it's going to be going to be kind of a wild week with a lot of speculation we'll see if anything actually goes down but this is going to be a little nuts but but yeah con thanks for jumping on with me last minute and doing the show and getting it all produced for us our buddy Pete couldn't join us he unfortunately was uh indisposed this evening so you know he'll be back um you know we'll, we'll uh you know hit, hit it this weekend again as our plan uh you know, kind of talk about our next uh, division and we'll, we'll get into, you know, every everything else that's going on. Hey, Con, we're at seven o'clock. Thing I forgot all about. All-star reserves are coming out you know, here in the next couple minutes. So this has been been a a crazy, crazy day. So, you know, all kinds of speculation. But, um, you know, again, thanks for joining us on the front office show. We're, you know, really happy that you guys jumped on for this special episode. If you really like the show, five-star rating and review and tell a friend, please. But once again, this is the NBA front office show, and we will talk to you next time. Let's pull up over here and drop a line. Okay, your feet wet? My feet are wet. Here's the drain plug. You put the plug in the drain, right? Uh, it's on the dock.
0: There's a reason they say curse like a sailor. Ah, Many reasons. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Quote today at progressive.com Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. And now, an ad from Dad. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Yeah. tell you another way to save money. Don't buy those uh, expensive coffees every morning, you know. Then you can save up for a, I don't know, a really nice dress shirt. I'm just saying. It's great that you feel comfortable here at work, but, you know, an adult could walk in. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.